Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, me and the brothers are taking a look at the first three episodes of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I'm Ravi, joined by Obi-Wan Kabuzi and Yoda. So that would be Arjuna and Krishna. No, I'm Obi-Wan Kabuzi. I will only be referred to that on this podcast. Oh, I want to change mine. I want to be Darth Jar Jar. Okay, so those are both, those are all deep cuts. In terms of Star Wars <laughs> fandom, uh, you know Yoda. Nobody really knows who that is anymore. Everyone, everyone's oh, are a Grogu you saying stand, he's been, you know, like uh, everyone's like that's old Grogu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, you know what's funny though? Like kids today will be like, "Why is Grogu so wrinkly?" When they see <laughs> the original trilogy, I'm trying to think: is Damn. there any other piece of content where, on the on the same lines of like Grogu, where if your first introduction to Star Wars is Grogu and Baby Yoda and that concept? Sure. And then you see this other thing. It's not even the same character. I can't think Anakin and Vader. If you watch the prequels first, and then we're like, and then you're like, oh, this is what he becomes. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a good transition because you physically see there is Anakin become that. And again, that is technically the same person, two different versions of the same person. But like, while Grogu and Yoda are two different Chewbacca. Okay, again, you're still with this. He looks different from Episode Three to the original trilogy, to the sequel trilogy. You can see him really get older. So His I'm, whiskers get longer. So in the Star Wars community, there's a lot of, uh, there's obviously a lot of costuming groups, and there's various variations of Stormtroopers, of Darth Vader, of Boba Fett. People like to be screen accurate. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca is one of the only characters in Star Wars that for the most part is like 99% the same throughout. Well. I mean, two different actors played him, so there's a slight height difference. <laughs> no, no, they have the stilts and everything. There's a particular height that he has to be, and that's it. Nope. I'm so confused. What are we talking about right now? We're, We're talking just, about Star Wars. We're just I've rambling Star Wars, everything, everywhere, all at once. It all went when I was like, there will be children that think that you know Grogu is the original green Yoda-like alien and be like, who is Yoda? Because he's just an old-looking... And, and I was saying, is there any other p- piece of content or franchise out there where you would be confused if you jumped in at like the incorrect time period in terms of whatever, whoever this character is? This conversation. Yeah, basically. This, mm. yeah, that's it. Anyway, well, you're screen accurate. Let's get back into Obi-Wan Kabuzi or Obi-Wan Kenobi. The first three episodes, the, the biggest Disney Plus premiere to date. According to Ewan... Uh, mm-hmm. In his recent social media post, he said it was the biggest Disney Plus yeah premiere ever. So Disney hasn't come out and said only you and did <laughs> only you <laughs> and McGregor. Yeah, he's like, yep. Who this is, is this the is executive it. producer of the said yeah. show? Who knows if it's true? It could be. I believe him. I trust him. I trust the guy that you know caused the chosen one to fall and become Darth Vader. It's interesting. It seems trustworthy. It seems it's interesting that you bring. Actually, we're going all over the place because it's interesting you bring up. Ewan McGregor, and then the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then you're classifying them as one individual. I know you're saying it as a joke, but the only reason I bring it up Where am I? is because of like what's happened in social media and the fan base around a certain character and actress. Yes. Obviously, the character of Reva and... The actress Moses Ingram. Right, and there's been a lot of backlash. Basically, a lot of individuals have said... They don't necessarily like the character of Riva, but then some fans have taken it to a disturbing level, right? And are either, I guess they are idiots because they are racist, 
um, but have said like very disturbing, you know, disgusting things to her. And Star Wars and Ewan have come out and like, you know, backed her and said she is doing a fantastic job. And I think the fact that like you hate the character because Riva is an asshole. The character of Riva is, you know, pretentious dick. Uh, people need to understand the separation of the two and and like. I don't know. Get a little logical here and not stupid. So, great transition on your part, Arjuna. So, Thank you're welcome. You. <laughs> it, it <laughs> is, he planned that. It, it Did is, you plan that? Well, yeah. It, it is did. strange. I mean, the, the whole backlash to me is very strange because uh, there have been many of a asshole dark side character before in Star Wars lore that <laughs> Darth Maul, Darth that have been Palpatine. praised. Yes, uh, and it, it's weird that here's another. Very true Sith, you know, like the yeah. Sith aren't supposed to work together. That's why the Inquisitor program, spoiler alert, fails uh, because, you know, they're, they're not really supposed to be a team. Yeah. Uh, the Sith, that there's a reason they have the rule of two. It's because they don't they don't play well. They don't play nice together. And Reva is just a classic <laughs> uh, example of that. So, it, you know, but Star Wars fans, there's a an extreme minority uh, of the Star Wars fan base that has always been truly terrible. And it's been decades of this with Kelly Marie Tran, with John Boyega, um, all the way back to the original trilogy with uh, everyone's favorite uh, Lando Calrissian. So um, obviously the big, and I saw a lot of people saying <clears throat> defending their stances and defending to a degree what people have said to Moses, uh, where it's like, oh yeah, we've had these other characters. We're not being racist, blah blah blah. We're being, um, we're 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 mad at the character or whatever. But at the same time, it's like no. You're being mad at her. You're saying these things to her publicly. Obviously, back when Lando and, and the original trilogy came out, there was no social media. So the things that you would hear and, and read and think, you wouldn't see it the way that we see it currently because of social mm -hmm. media. Yeah. Because, again, social media is poop. Even, like, I mean, look, the sequel trilogy came out seven years ago. Force Awakens premiered over seven years ago in 2015, right? And social media was even different back then. Um, in terms of just, you know, it's even more prevalent now than yeah. it was then. So You know what the big difference is? The big difference is with social media back in when Force Awakens came out compared to now. Social media was very big in terms of the eyes of Facebook and Facebook groups mm -hmm. and the idea of forums. And it was more closed, right? So if you wanted to read the spear and the nonsense and be around like-minded people, you would join stupid Star Wars fan group over here and you'd be surrounded by your idiots and it would just be kind of closed off. Now, because social media is such a bigger thing and at the same time, you've got these companies that want engagement on their platforms. They want people endlessly scrolling, reading and whatever. You know, these groups are now more open. And again, they, they started back in 15. They were very loud. They have a bigger platform to be even louder, which is annoying, so... Christian, give us your take because you've been quiet. Oh, yes. Well, I, I mean, no, I think you guys have pretty much tackled it. I guess my only question is this, right? Um, the criticism, obviously, we've seen it. We already know it. We can guess it. A lot of the criticism toward uh, Riva and Moses Ingram is racist and there's no place for it. But... Is there also criticism that's like, oh, I just don't like the character? Like, you know, I'm curious to see, like, what is the breakdown of the actual criticism? Not, not that that is terribly important, but, like, um, you know, I'd just be curious, like, how much of the criticism is, oh, you know, I just don't like your character, uh, and how much of it is a personal attack, you know? It's difficult 
I think to find any reasonable, I'm going to go very slow with how I'm saying things that I don't want to fuck it up. I think it is difficult to find any kind of concrete, legitimate criticism right this particular second for two reasons. Number one, the story of Riva is incomplete. At the time of taping of this podcast, we have three episodes on this character. A lot of criticism around this character dropped before the show was even aired. There was criticism in terms of how she looked, in terms of how she sounds in the trailers. Uh, all of that stuff was dropped before that. And then we get these three episodes. I think she's done a great job because she is she is she is acting to me more protagonist. Um, wait. Wait, antagonist. antagonist, thank you. No, you know what? I see Star Wars through the eyes of the Sith and the bad guys. Go, Sith. Also, uh, after watching this episode, real quick, side note. You remember where there's the Zach Brath character? Yes. The alien. And you see the back of his like pickup truck as the Imperial Cog. A lot of people compare that to like, that's the same as like a, you know, Make America Great uh, bumper sticker. And you guys know that I have the Imperial Cog as a tattoo on my arm. <laughs> I'm like, should I get this permanently covered at this point? Because I oh, don't want to be misclassified man. as like a... Like a, tr- a, a Star Wars MAGA? MAGA. Yeah, Star Wars MAGA. Star Wars, so. <laughs> Star Wars MAGA, yeah. Um, make, the, make the galaxy great again. I mean... I was convinced that character's voice was Seth Rogen. A lot of people did. I was like, is that Seth Rogen? And that was Zach Braff. No. Wait, you, so Ravi, you have a cog for the Empire that yes. exploits and uh, imprisons people, does terrible things, and you're worried that that might make you look bad. Yes, that you have that on. In that. this day and age, when I got I got this tattoo almost <laughs> ten years ago, and Star Wars in 2012 wasn't bought by Disney at that point, or just been maybe, or was about to be. So, th- my views on the Empire, are, I think, a little bit different than how I kind of view it currently. You were also a much younger person. Wasn't the Empire the bad guy in the first trilogy? That is yes. correct, Michael. That is very true. Okay. <laughs> just, just verifying my Star Wars knowledge. Back, no, no reason. Back back to what Chris was saying, though, about, like, I, I think we, we are not at a point where when you want to analyze the char- the, the portrayal of Reva, I don't think we're at the point yet where you can say, you know, the the character is, you know, necessarily portrayed wonderfully or is, like, a, a character you can look up to, et cetera. Like, I think you still don't have that full story of Reva yet because the series is not done. And that actually kind of, like, I want to jump into the news, actually, that broke earlier today. It's been revealed uh, from a one, one source so far? Yeah, it's not. It's this hardly confirmed. It's, not, it's hardly confirmed. It's all rumors and speculation. But the big rumor is that the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi slash Reva slash... Obi, I guess. Kabuzi. Kabuzi is going to Darth be continuing Vader. in some aspect. And one of the big leading rumors right now is that Reva's um, story will continue post whatever this miniseries is, whether that is a... Uh, Obi- That's a spoiler. It's a big... Spo- <laughs> I mean, again, it's a big spoiler, but it's also a massive rumor. So, yeah. I, you know, okay. it could be very much not the case. She could... You know, the character of Reva could... Uh, fall by the end of this series. We just don't know. There's three episodes left. Everything we're saying could be completely wrong by the end. So, hmm. but how does that make you guys feel? Like if there was, hey, just kidding. It's not a mini series. Just psych. It's actually uh, season one. Well, kind of like how you said that Riva's story is incomplete. Um, I have no idea how I would feel until I see how this first, how this mini series uh, ends. Right. So I, th- I think 
whether a, season, a second season is warranted completely depends on how the next three episodes go for me. Juno, would you want to see a season two of Obi-Wan Kenobi or Aretha? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've, I've enjoyed these first three episodes a lot, and uh, I, I feel like I trust the production team behind this show. I think they've added a lot to Star Wars in general, and I've really enjoyed what they've had. So if there was a good idea, um, like Krishna, you kind of have to see how this current story ends and if it's direct continuation or if it's something slightly different like who knows maybe we're gonna follow around leia's droid lola and that's the second <laughs> oh, season no. you know I, you never know i don't think that would happen you don't know you don't funny. know that i want the i would want a second season um to be from the perspective of qui-gon's force ghost and uh, most of it's just him chilling in um, force ghost land no he's got a mi- tea, he's got he's got a and then haunting and then haunting <laughs> Haunting Obi Wan as like a prankster. If they did prop bets for like Obi Wan, like <laughs> Qui Gon appearing, like Liam Neeson appearing as Force Ghost is like number five, like really high, yeah. right? Like yeah. it, it's been referenced in every episode. Obi calls out to him at the beginning. He's like, "Master, are you yeah." There? But, uh, uh, but but it's definitely yeah. it's definitely not Qui Gon trying to like tr- prank him or anything. It, I think what is it, it would be is him being like with a microphone, be like. Is this thing on? I need support or like IT help because he's trying to communicate <laughs> and he's just like, oh man, we could have avoided so much shit if like this shit would have worked. <laughs> oh man, my connection. I got a bad Wi Fi connection. Yeah. You yeah. Know. It's just basically. Do you remember, remember Qui Gon? Do you remember epi- IT issues? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember episode three when um, Anakin's starting to do all that horrible shit and uh, you hear Qui Gon's for- uh, Force Ghost voice being like, Anakin, no. You know, that's yeah. the that's the one part where the Wi-Fi came through kind of clear. He got like a good signal. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie is just like. But actually, it. but actually what that is really is uh, in Force Land, uh, Qui-Gon has a cat that he called Anakin <laughs> and the cat knocked over <laughs> like water or something. That's what set off his miscommunication. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that makes no. sense. That tracks. That's going to be my new fan fiction. You're welcome. It's coming out never. Oh, I can't wait. Now, Arjuna, Arjuna clearly liked Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, fuck. Obi-Wan Kenobi so much so that he created his own chapter listing. As we all know, Arjuna likes to create custom artwork and DVD boxes for all content in the new digital age because he loves the, the, the physicalness of DVD boxes and hoarding. So, as always... That's Arjuna- a great merch idea. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, as always, Arjuna wrote this DVD, DVD chapter listing... And Krishna is going to go ahead and read it to us uh, in the voice of everyone's favorite, Darth Maul, specifically on Tatooine, after he screams, Kenobi! Go ahead, Krishna. You can figure out that. Yep. I can't even... What is his voice? He's like... He's uh, uh, he's crazy. He's just like, oh, where's the Kenobi's? He's basically on the verge of pooping himself. (laughs) <laughs> or, or screaming in rage so he can get the poop out. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he. Okay, here we go. I guess. Uh, s- damn it! Can we pick a different voice? No, <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time uh, thinking of this. One. Basically, read everything su- like nice and subtle, and then towards the end, or randomly, you just scream it. But like, step back <laughs> from the mic when you scream it, so you don't blow Arjuna's ears out when he's cutting this. Or actually, blow his oh, ears out. It's fine. It will be a nice oh, surprise. Man. Okay. Wow. So, all right, well, here we go. This is going to be bad. <clears throat> Sushi Chef Obi-Wan! Inquisibors. Luke, I am your teacher. 
new toys. Adventure time. A fake brown Jedi. Spicy drugs. Come with me if you want to live. Darth Anakin. Scrubs the transport. Ben fails at poker. A real brown Jedi? Bitch, I'm the master now. Burn, baby, burn. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Eh, eh. Darth Maul, the thing is, right? Darth Maul only had one line in episode one. Yeah, the greatest line ever. What was it? Uh, something Again? about we'll have our revenge master, and that was it. Oh, yeah, there we go, yeah. It's crazy. He has one line, and then we get most of his uh, voice from this animated show. Animated uh, the shows. anime stuff, yeah. The, the Clone Wars series first, obviously, and then Star Wars Rebels. And then he has a line in Solo. Also voiced by the voice actor, Sam Witwer. Yeah, Sam Witwer. So Sam Witwer was at Celebration on, on the ce- – or not the Celebration stage, the main – or the Galaxy stage or whatever it's called. And he did the whole Kenobi thing. That's where my inspiration came from. Kenobi. Oh. oh, oh. Like that? Uh, June, I think your best one was Inquisibors. I like that. Wait, you found <laughs> the Inquisitors boring? I think they're no, no, it's not, it's not that It's not that they were boring, but um, – and Arjuna, I think, touched on this a little bit, right? Uh, how they don't work, play well together, or they don't work because they're Sith, right? Right. Um, and I, I did find it a little jarring in episode one when they're on Tatooine, how the Grand Inquisitor and then um, Hat Inquisitor fifth brother. are like, is, is it the fifth brother? Fifth, fifth brother, brother, and then Reaver's the third sister. Third, yeah, so fifth brother and Grand Inquisitor are basically like, kind of like, don't kill anyone. Sort of like showing mercy, like we just want information. Where third sister's like, nope, let's kill them. Let's you know get the job done. I'm like, to me, she was acting like much more Sith like, and I I thought it was really interesting how the other two were like, you know, showing some mercy. You know, I was like, that's not very Sith like. Yeah, but you have to remember so. though, they're all fallen Jedi, right? So that, they used to and be, that's either, a great point. Either they were Padawans, they were Temple guards, they were just. Jedi that were kind of on the fence about the whole thing. <laughs> I, I think also if you look at them in the context of just this show, because a lot of people are seeing the Inquisitors for the first time in this show, right? A lot, there's right. a lot of people, obviously we're fans of the animated show. We know their scariness within Rebels. But I just feel like they, you know, if I had one criticism or one nitpick for the show, I just feel like they're just kind of extensions of stormtroopers like within the show especially in this last episode as much as i love seeing darth vader and he was awesome and i thought he brought a really cool element like it just devalues the inquisitors even more they're just kind of like standing around they're not that intimidating they're not scary uh it's it's almost like why, why are we actually afraid besides reva who is obviously the main inquisitor like the grand inquisitor is supposed to be the head of them we know how uh impressive he is in rebels and like he gets taken out by Reva like real easy. Uh, so if you just well, watch well, within well, the context well, of the show, it's like, yeah. how did you not see that coming? Well, you but, you have to, but you have to remember, he got taken out in a very Sith-like manner. Sure. Stabbed in the front, not but the he's, back. But he's still supposed to be like their leader. And right. they're just, there hasn't been anything to show me that, oh, these are like, people should actually be scared of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they walk around and just be like, just give us the information. Right. Besides Reaver, like they're not That's really it. intimidating. That's it. That's so, did you, know, you guys like, real quick? I have, a, qu- I have a question back. Yeah. Going back to the f- was it first episode, or second episode, where the Jedi that's on Tatooine that gets strung up and hung. You guys picked up that that wasn't the Inquisitors that did that, right? 
It's Reva. Oh. No, 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 no. I believe it was the people of Tatooine turned him in. Or Wait, what makes you th- what makes you think that? Because before we see him hung up or whatever, they were in the city and we come across a Jedi and then the Inquisitors leave the planet. You see their ship fly out and leave. Yeah, that doesn't mean they can't come back though. Sure, but I like to imagine that they incited enough fear in the people that they turned them in themselves, which kind of tracks for like where the galaxy is right now, where the Empire is, you know, turn in your your neighbor essentially and we will you know make life easier for you and you see that also with like zach braff's character where he's very much a you know pro empire supporter and everything and you know even willing to give in information all that stuff so yeah but he's not hiding it like he has the banner. no 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 definitely and i'm not saying that these things are hidden or whatever i'm just saying like this like this the the inquisitors are probably a more um like towards your point, like like them being like stormtroopers, they're more um, independent-looking stormtrooper, if you will, right? Like we have various, we have purge troopers, sand troopers, you know, Death Hawaiian troopers, troopers table troop. I mean, you just put anything in front of a fucking trooper troopers. Troop, troop, we have trooper troopers, we have state troopers, <laughs> starship um, troopers, starship super troopers, troopers, super troopers, pooper troopers, um, <laughs> power troopers. But the Inquisitors again, like they are fallen Jedi. Their purpose is to serve. Vader specifically like the Inquisitors is like a Vader program and I feel like the idea of Inquisitors they were in expanded universe um but you can also look at them kind of as a if you ever play the the game um Shadow. with Starkiller uh Force Force oh. Awake Force Force Unleashed. Unleashed Force Unleashed yeah so the idea of like Force Unleashed is Vader finds his Jedi converts him to like whatever like that's what the I like it's just that whole plan, just bigger and whatever. And to the point of, like, the Inquisitor not kind of being a leader or whatever, yeah, he's not really a leader because at the end of the day, like, he he tells Reva, like, I'm going to turn Obi into our master Vader because they're all kiss-asses, right? So even sure. a leader is going to be a kiss-ass, so that will blind I mean, him. we know he comes back. Like, we know he's not dead. Like, do we want to do bold predictions right now? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. We know Grand Inquisitor isn't dead? Yeah, because well, he shows up in Rebels. So here, is I'm, I'm going to throw out my I'm going to throw out my my bold prediction right now. Right, we're right there. So here's my bold prediction for the season: Grand Inquisitor that we see in Rebels is a clone. It's different. Oh, and the the season is going to end with an after credit scene because we, we we love those, and it's going to just be the clone of the Inquisitor. So the, the Inquisitor, Grand Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor. So the Grand Inquisitor that we see. Is the main one, or maybe he's not the main one, but the next one is going to be a clone. And part of my reasoning behind this is in the Darth Vader comics, post Rebels, we see the Grand Inquisitor pop up a lot as a spirit, because, and we also see this in Rebels, where the spirit of the Grand Inquisitor shows and helps Kanan in the temple, and like he's basically like this tormented person spirit that I think bounces around, and that's why I think you're able to clone him. And put him into new body. So I think he's a clone. And they're just going to end it like that and confuse everybody. What are his earpieces? Not headphones. Maybe they have something to do with his spiritual transverse. Yes, they basically keep everything. <laughs> yeah, they keep his soul in his body. <laughs> <laughs> he has loose ears. I like think he's fine. Uh, like, you know, Fennec <laughs> had her guts, like, you know. Gutted. Fixed. And, uh, yeah, you know, Maul true. was sort- sawed in half and he was fine. You know, Anakin was burned alive. It turned out great. Yeah, Bakta tanks. Yeah. 
it's exactly. the greatest. It's the greatest plot. That's where our guy ever. Obi's going. I mean, he just got burned, so he's he's going to a back to tank. What if? Do you think we're gonna get back to tank flashbacks? No, I'm sorry. Before? What if Obi Wan Kenobi will now look like um, Alec uh, Alec Guinness? Alec Guinness, like they digitally redo it to explain why he looks so much older. Uh, but he didn't burn his face. No, I know. Just I know. his arm. Just the yeah, parts just that are arm. covered by a cloak exactly. in all the future versions. Convenient. Uh, Did yeah. it, was anyone kind of like go Vader during that whole sequence? Because I was. I hated it. I, I love the whole sequence. I, I thought it was uh, sadistic. Thought it was. Yeah, I mean, he's he's toying with with him the whole time. Like he he you know he 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 could kill Obi Wan like that, but he doesn't want to. He wants to. Suffer the dude, yeah, and like you know, he lets him get away, and he's like, "That's kind of the whole Vader like hubris, right? That he's powerful, and that Obi Wan is this, you know. I think he's, I think in a lot of the comics and the expanded stuff, there's like stuff that where he like daydreams about Mustafar battle, and he's the one that kind of like slices Obi Wan in half, and he's the one that kills him. I can't wait for the the other, the the other, you know, instead of the other, the other style. So like. Vader's been thinking about this for a long time, even within the context of the show. Reva talks about like he's been looking for you, like he and it's like I'm not gonna kill you. Like he wants to see you, he wants to torture you, and like that's what this whole thing is. It's 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 Vader's been waiting for this for ten years, and like he's you know he sees how pathetic he is almost in terms of like that battle. Like the Obi Wan we see is a far cry from the Obi Wan in the prequel trilogies in terms of his the height of his. His powers, you know, he hasn't been one with the force in 10 years, even in episode two, when he does the force hold on Leia, like he just struggles, to, yeah, just to hold her up. He like really struggles, which is, you know, Obi-Wan is one of the, the best on screen Jedi we've ever seen. Right. Um, and he's he's so far from that in this show. So I think that battle went exactly the way. You know, from what we've been seeing, what we've seen in this show, um, and I think inevitably there'll be a rematch within the within the context of the show. Hmm. What kind? Like, so does is anyone surprised by the fact that we saw them actually whip out lightsabers and run around in the dark in sand dunes, Christian? Like, how did you? Did what did you? Because because we were texting you, and then afterwards yeah. you were like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, the sequence, it was n- narratively, I 100% agree with Arjuna. Like, what the characters did made sense, and it was cool seeing Darth Vader, you know, especially when he's like just killing people in the village and like dragging their bodies around. I was like, oh shit. Like, we're seeing the most sadistic Vader, I think, portrayal in any media ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was like really brutal, and I, I, I was like, that makes sense, and that's that works. But like when it came to the actual face-off between Vader and Kenobi, I don't know if it was like the setting, or yeah, the fact that they're just running around in this like quarry, and it's like, it, and to me, it felt a little disjointed. Like they're they're facing each other, and then Obi Wan just runs away, and then all of a sudden Vader's back again. You know, it, some of it, and also, you know, I've been I've been sick this week, so I don't know if also it's just my brain wasn't working very well. <laughs> but um, like, it just felt it, it, something about it felt weird. Um, 
you know, and and I think it has more to do with like how it was shot and the setting, and you know, them him disappearing and then he runs away. Vader's just pacing slowly. I thought they could have done a little bit better job with that, like Vader stalking him instead of just showing up again. Um, they should have taken so, cues from Episode Six when Luke fights Vader, and he's kind of mm-hmm. like sulk, like he's just walking around and just kind of popping up here and there, you know, in the Emperor's uh, massive chamber. Like, I think if you kind of mimic that, because even they then, should... even then, Vader was kind of toying with Luke. Yeah. Right? And that honestly, was, I think that was a better portrayal of toying with someone. Yeah. And honestly, as well, like, they could have taken, I think, a cue from the Batman. Like, Batman, when he stalks his prey, they did such a good job of the boots and the yeah. sound effects. Um, and and playing with, like, like, longer shots and having him off screen, but you can still feel his presence. I think, you know, that... There was like a missed opportunity there where yeah. I think they could have just pushed Vader just a little bit more into that, oh, he is Make him a little really more terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, just really like amp it up. But um Was it dark that for being anyone said, else? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little dark for me. Um, but maybe that's just the settings on my my TV. <laughs> I mean, I checked it on three different screens. I checked it on my laptop on uh, a TV that I have out here, another TV, and they were all super, I, super dark. I think my TV is too small, so I, I think I just have to get a bigger one. That might for be episode your four. It might that be your I agree. Sense. I agree. Yeah, forget like watching the big game. We can't say, you know, the Super Bowl. The big game. <gasps> oh, you said it. Oh, they're going to come for us now. So you, got the, you got the NBA finals. That you, <gasps> you can't say that either. You have to say the other big game. The NBA is not like that. Uh, <laughs> the Golf Masters final. Oh, God. That's just no that you uh, I don't know when golf is. I just Ravi, I, you didn't give you didn't give your opinion, Ravi. Of, I I mean I, I completely agree with both of you. Like narratively, yes, they did a great job there. Stylistically and kind of building on the on the on the on the terror of I Vader. Um it was a little too porno for me, if that makes sense. Where <laughs> you just you show too much. Was <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> too porn. That's great. You show too that, that should be a quote. I mean, too porno for me. Who is that? I think I was talking to Learman about like a Learman about this is like you you fail with horror a lot of the times because you just show everything. Mm. While like really good horror is where you you don't see everything. Right. And I I get where everyone's like, oh my god, like even I was like Vader when he's just snapping everyone's neck. And oh, that's a great part. You sure. know that I think was 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 scary and 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 whatnot. But like again to the point of like. The actual sequence and fighting and the toying, it just wasn't that. It just didn't hit, right? Mm. It hit when he was like, "I'm gonna light this fire and then drag your fucking body in it." That was like fucking dark. That was dark. (laughs) It took me out when I realized the CGI was not the best with fire. I mean, fire is always gonna be difficult, and they're always gonna use fake fire when you have like a high-profile actor like you and you and because of should have used real fire. I mean. I would have. If, if you go to Waterworld at Universal Studios, they use real fire. They do. They do, actually. I actually saw that, that attraction. It's amazing. So it's really fun. It's better than the movie. I will say, uh, <laughs> I think I think what also hits for me in that sequence, and I think maybe why I enjoyed it a little bit more, were I just I, I, the dialogue, I think, between Vader and Obi-Wan. I thought some of those lines were really poignant and kind of hit on the big character beats of, he's like, what have you become? And he's like, I've become what you made me, right? Um, that you know, I thought that stuff just hits on a lot of the the lore of you know from the prequel trilogies and and everything that you've seen with this relationship over, you know, however many movies, however many shows, um, with, with 
with the animated shows and the live action stuff, it that I thought was very like very well done. And I, I think again, narratively speaking, they just they kind of hit that for me. It's it's interesting that this is ten years after episode three. It is roughly five years after Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi. And then it's roughly five, six years before uh, certain parts of Star Wars Rebels. I bring up it's all also these... also one year after Solo. I bring up all of these like particular dates because in Jedi Fallen Order, you know, there's the Vader sequence where they're at... Plant, I'm calling it Planet Inquisitor. Um, you know, the water base with the big pointy penisy base. You know, <laughs> talk about ego problems. Only you thought it was a penis. <sighs> I think everybody did. Anyway. Don't get penisy, kid. You know, we have Vader fighting Cal there uh, and also torturing another Inquisitor back then. We then, you know, he, he we see five years later, he's fighting another Jedi. And then five years later, he's fighting his old apprentice, so it's like every five years, it seems like Vader has like a big <laughs> turning point where he's like, oh, shit, you know, we really sucked at this Order 66 maybe it's stuff. Like, maybe it's like the World Cup, you know, every four years. But for him, it's every, every five, five years. He gets another chance. He suits up. Yep. And he's like, all right, who will I face today in the Tournament of Champions? It's it's, it's interesting. Like, Vader has a very weird... I think very methodical. Star, Star Wars has a very, like, weird history of... Order 66 is this terrible, terrible... It is a terrible thing that happened. But, you know, they screwed up so badly with the amount of Jedi. Because, obviously, in this episode, in the last episode, episode three, there's reference to Quinn... Um, Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss, which, you know, if I was a betting... Like, I, I, I thought that um, Camille... Kumail. Kumail, Kumail was going to be playing... Um, he was the fake brown Jedi. He was the fake brown Jedi. <laughs> Quinlan Voss is the real brown Jedi. I mean, I'd be. I think it would be great to see him show up. I don't think necessarily he will, um, but like really? especially in that whole sequence where Obi, you know, they they find that there is like this kind of rebel movement happening, and there's this mention of what they call the path. You know, I I would imagine that we're gonna see the path probably in Jedi um, Survivor, which is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Could, could also be a part of Andor, too. Could be you know? a part of Andor. Especially because it's going to tie into, like, the Rebel Alliance and a lot of Rebel stuff. I thought we were going to see Cassian, actually, in this episode. Because even with, like, Indira Varmer's character, Tala, like, she is, you know, she's a Imperial officer who's like, I'm doing stuff for, you know, and, you know, stuff for, for Jedi and stuff for, for people who basically oppose the Empire, right? right? And she's like, it doesn't, you know, it's not even just Jedi, right? It's people who could be force sensitive, people who are allies, um, whatever. So that could, you know, potentially there's a little bit of crossover there. So here's a question. She mentions children that are force sensitive. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Padawans are force sensitive. Obviously, Grogu was uh, mm-hmm. at the temple, you know, the Knight of Order 66. Um, do you think Grogu passed through that room at some point? I mean, it, it's it's probably not too difficult to place him there if they would like to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's possible that he could have, but I almost feel like if you drop him into the show, it's a big distraction, right? Um, like, it just takes away... It, I, it doesn't necessarily take you out of the show, but it's just like now that becomes the... That, that's what people care about. So it's I, like, I, yeah. I bring the this cutest is, thing on the planet. I bring this up because it's all plant. I'm planting stuff here. 
You are. <laughs> yeah, I'm a planter. Actually, have you seen my plants on this set? I'm a planter. That's a fake plant. That other one's fake. That one's real. This one's real. Anyway, I some criticism has come out around the show in general, being like, I'm worried that people are worried that this may feel a little bit too much like a book of Boba Fett, in the sense of. You know, we're, you know, figuring out this character is a lot of, like, you know, interpersonal stuff. Uh, not a whole lot of, you know, there is definitely action. We've seen action. Um, but, like, following suit where it's, like, we're, we're getting all this stuff and then there's not a big payoff. And then some people are throwing out, like, the, the what if. Well, you know, what if, like, the last two episodes you get, like, some Din Djarin backstory, some Grogu backstory bullshit. Well, Din's a child at this point? Sure, but you could see some Death Watch training a I mean, young th- I mean, that would make much less sense than him. Totally. But what would you all, like, what would you, like, would you Look, be like, this show is fuck. already better than Book of Boba because they left Tatooine after episode one. Yep. Giving us different planets each episode. So it's already a win. Low bar, already passed. Yeah, I mean, it's the Book of Boba Bar was already so low to begin with. The Book of Boba Bar? Boba the, bar. Yeah, the Book of Boba Bar was so low. So if it hadn't surpassed it by now, I I might have cried. Obi-Wan is also just an infinitely more interesting character than Boba Fett. Do you know who I am? I am Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. I am Boba Fett. Like a panther. He is definitely a much more interesting character. And the more that we see and, and we are with this character, the more we learn, especially with his conversations with Leia. Um, you guys picked up on that one interesting, bizarre conversation <laughs> in the back of the MAGA truck, <laughs> right? So Obi's talking to Leia about knowing oh. her mother, and, and she flat out like asked, you know, are you, are you, are my, you my daddy? Fa- are you my father? Um, but then he also like goes on to talk about his own childhood and being taken away and he drops just randomly. I had a brother. I had a baby. (laughs) I don't remember him. I wish I did. So yeah, Yeah, his name, his name is Obi two Kenobi. Obi two Kenobi. Obi one is Obi two. Obi Obi zero. Obi zero. It could be the first, right? Or Obi So he's Obi's just John one one seven. Yeah, there you go. We jump into Halo. <laughs> exactly. Um, do, 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 do. do we think this is just a, a random throwaway line, or are we? Or is there a possibility that this kind of evolves into something worse? Can I take this? For, can I take this first? Well, I was gonna let Christian. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, Christian, Christian was. Oh, first. I, I, I mean, the only thing I can say, I, I can't confirm this, but it sounds like this sounds like something from expanded universe. Oh, you know, some non-canon. Like I'm not. I don't. I never came read a book or came across anything that said Obi Wan has a brother, but the expanded universe went off onto some crazy like tangents and stuff, um, and we're pulling in all kinds of like backstories on characters. So it, it's it feels like something taking from uh, expanded universe. I cannot confirm that though for sure. Juno, Star Wars has no such thing as a throwaway line, as we learned with Rogue One. Mm. Where they took a throwaway line about yes. they got the rebel plants and made an entire movie <laughs> out of it. So it might be a throwaway line at this moment, but they could expand on it at some point. Um, you did make an interesting, because we were texting about this. Yeah. And you made an interesting point around. Uh, so one of the, the new shows that was teased or announced at Star Wars Celebration 2022 was The Skeleton Crew starring yep. Jude Law. Right. And you had said, What if he's his brother? Because and they're both British, as you pointed out. <laughs> we know that only both English. Ev- every, every Obi-Wan Kenobi relative can only be British. 
As apparently Ray was originally created with the intention of being a Kenobi. It kind of, I mean, I thought about it a little bit and I read a little bit more into Skeleton Crew and like kind of what that show is supposed to be. It is supposed to be kind of more kid fun driven uh, where it is, it is around like a crew. Not the, There is no mention of Jedi and, and all that fun stuff. That was how they also announced Rebels. This is also very true. <laughs> so that could also be a load of BS. And, uh, it could be, a, I, yeah. I got the privilege of going to the panel where they announced it. And the, John Watts, the creator, was like, yeah, this is a kid show. And uh, Dave Filoni was on stage with him and said, yeah, as much as a kid show as Clone Wars is where we yeah. decapitated people. Yeah. So, so take, that yeah, take it over the grain. So, but, you know, I think it would be interesting if, they, there is like a random throwaway line in Skeleton Crew where it's like, yeah, I had a brother. Those uh, cultists took, took him, him away. Took him away. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I think I I think it would be it would be strange if like his brother showed up in this show. Like I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I definitely don't think uh, he's gonna show up in Obi Wan Kenobi. But I do. I don't believe that it is just like a yeah, I had a brother and. That's the end of I it. Think, I think, like, marketing and everything will be like, wow, well, popular is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, you know, the character's dead, but what could we do with him? Oh, he has a brother. Let's do that. But it's also it's also a way, though, to continue, like, the line of Kenobi without sure. having it be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, I'm not saying they're going to go retcon the whole Ray situation in the sequels, Ray. but, you know, if there was some foresight, yeah. this would have been well, a well, good Daisy, way to, well, like, make da- it work. Daisy Ridley's talked about when she was initially told about the role in The Force Awakens, you know, she was told that she was a Kenobi. Uh, and then in Episode 8, she was told she was a nobody. And then when J.J. came back for Episode 9, she was like, yeah, we might salute the Kenobi thing. Everybody's like, no, now you're a Palpatine. Wait, hold on a second. Wait, I have to, I have to ask this really kind of awkward question. Mm-hmm. And this is only because I've watched the sequel trilogy maybe once mm-hmm. all the way through when it initially came out, and then I did no research after that yes. for Cantobite. Cantobite. Is it said anywhere that Palpatine had a son, or is it a daughter? Because if it's a daughter, then this kind of still in, works. In Expanded Universe, it's a clone of his that he was trying to make yeah, to put a, his consciousness in the body. Right, but in I'm talking in can, canonical Star Wars, yes. the Disney. Have they said it's, it's a boy? It's the, it's the boy. It's the, the, the lame. Fu- the it's the clone. It's the pl- clone guy's son thing. So they fucked up. Which, I mean, again, is alluded to in uh, Mandalorian, you know, that there's cloning shenanigans going on with the Empire post Return of the Jedi. What do you have, like, Fiesta music playing like that. That's not Fiesta. That's not Fiesta. That's that's, 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 that's circus music. circus music. Okay, this clowning around circus music. <laughs> that's even better. Then, what's wrong with you? Many things. Krishna, let us that's hear your bold prediction for oh. Jedi Survivor. No, I'm kidding. Jedi Survivor, <laughs> the video game. Well, I mean, here's the thing with Jedi Survivor. In the, I don't, have you all watched the trailer and teaser for that? Not yet. Really? Okay. No. Well, anyway, there's a there's a character in a, a Bacta tank that Cal sees, and everyone's claiming it's either the Sith guy wannabe from the first one, but then some people are saying it might be a new character. Maybe that's Obi Wan Kenobi's brother. You know what? Every new character that's a male that's introduced in Star Wars, <laughs> I'm gonna start by saying, regardless of the timeline, correct. So like acolyte, you know, a uh, hundred years before that's Obi Wan Kenobi's uh, ancestor, not his brother. So I was just doing I was just doing some quick uh, research on the whole Obi Wan brother thing. Um, I had on the quick couple minutes that I had, I didn't see anything from expanded universe, 
But apparently in the original script right. for episode four, Owen Lars was supposed to be um, Obi-Wan's biological brother, but they cut that. So kind of interesting, you know, since we have Owen Lars in this show. Who's, yeah. by the way, fantastic character. Like, I love that they brought the uh, the actor back. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Joel Edgerton's, yeah. He, yeah. He's been yeah, doing he's great, great things. And, he, and great. I think he was like, a little bit more unknown when the yeah super unknown yeah, for sure. came out. Yeah. So absolutely, like, George Lucas kind of struck gold by casting him. Yeah, George Lucas struck gold on everything. Like uh, uh, no, 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 no. What, what, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Real quick. How many people on this planet can say that they have influenced pop culture for the last you know almost fifty years? He didn't do it by himself. He sure, he didn't do it by himself. But at the same time. 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now when we're all gone and he's gone and the worlds of the wheels of the world are still turning, the name George Lucas and Star Wars is still going to be very, very much connected. Just That's like a- Gene Roddenberry and Star Trek. Exactly. I mean, like... Who? He, he, <laughs> if I could come over and punch you in the Trek face, college. I would. Uh, but he, he struck gold. He, he is lucky and... And, and very rich. And very rich. Can I say, I right. thought the he, brother he line... Was basically just a reference to his need for a brother and how Anakin was like yeah, a brother I to think him. And that were just, he just, he in feel, episode three, he says, I don't send me after Anakin. I can't kill him. He's like a right, brother, brother to me. Yeah. And it, it, he even shouts at Moose Fire, like, You were my brother, Anakin. You were my brother, Anakin. You know, like, and that's, and that's, a, a, that's a really great point, Michael, because I, I think you're absolutely right. Like, it, you know, that's a huge theme with their relationship was, you know, Obi viewed him as a brother. Um, and he's lost his brother, and he's kind of lost himself now. You know, if you really break it down to the bones of it, and now he sees his brother, and he's this terrifying samurai, dark lord, robot samurai. Yeah, yeah, I would say he's not really like a samurai; he's more of a robot. <laughs> well, he's, know, a, he's a but George Lucas, you know, the, sure, the a robot Ronin. I, I still think it's it's we're gonna see more of this at some point. I don't. Sure, if we want to get deep in whatever about Star Wars, <laughs> get deep some bullshit. Like, yes, I lost my brother, but no, it's more content. Come on, be real here. Yeah, well, it's content. another toy. Yes, exactly. Do I mean, you I mean, want to buy the first Obi Wan Kenobi brother Funko Pop? <laughs> Sign oh, up I have, now. I, have, I finally have my bold prediction. Oh, let's hear it. Thinking about it the whole time. Wow, that took uh, forever. So, if you think back, if you think back to the recap uh, in Episode One. The, the recap that happens, you know, uh, that basically details episodes one, two, and three. I thought Mace Windu was featured <laughs> somewhat prominently in that recap. Leading me to my bold prediction that Mace Windu is alive and will be appearing in this show. Will probably come in and save the day in episode did, six. Did, wasn't there something with uh, Samuel Jackson had, like, spoken to Deborah Chow? About like one, like, I think it was more of a joke where like like it's the same way that he like had joked to uh, George Lucas about doing like a spinoff or something. I guess he somehow had a conversation with her and same. Listen, idea. I mean, he just he the, just finished filming Secret Invasion. He's uh, you know on the Disney he, Plus uh, studio lots. The, there's joke, one other actually. way. Yeah, exactly. There's one other way that I think he could appear, which might make more sense. Um, Obi Wan's been trying to connect with Qui Gon, Qui Gon Jinn this whole time. But perhaps the force ghost that answers the call is Mace Windu. Because he is a better IT person? Exactly. My fan fiction is going to be yeah. amazing. That's just, that's just a prediction. What if it's, what's, who's the worst Jedi? 
ever. Like who's the worst dead at Jedi this, at that point in Obi Wan that like, Anakin answers, Skywalker that answers the call. Like who's dead and can't answer like the Force goes call. I, I, you know, I, like, I, it's like just like you know, like hey, I'm Steve. Real quick, how's it we, going? Real quick, real quick. I, I want to answer Arjuna's question. Not who is the worst dead Jedi, <laughs> but who do you guys think is the worst Jedi of all time? Well, like I guess what's the criteria? Wait, what? Who like, caused everything to just kind of fall flat on its face? There's only one Jedi. That you could, wow. and people would say Pin- Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Pin- you can pinpoint no. everything on Yoda. There is an episode arc in the Clone Wars where he is basically close to figuring everything out, and from what we are presented, he just kind of sits on that information. And is like, well, I'm good. <laughs> it was a vision. It's cool. It's whatever. <sighs> He's the worst Jedi. He's the worst Jedi. Uh, so my bold prediction, like I said, is going to be uh, it's going to end with uh, the Grand Inquisitor is shown as a clone, and it'll be revealed specifically at the end credits. Arjuna, do you have a bold prediction that doesn't <laughs> revolve around someone dying? Yes, oh, I've only God. done that like twice. I know, you... but it's going to be the joke forever. Uh, so speaking <laughs> of Yoda, I think Yoda will appear in the last episode of this show, and he will talk to Obi Wan somehow. And uh, that'll be it. Do you think? Do you think um, he's gonna tell him about his love child, Grogu? No. Yes, and that's what <laughs> kicks. And that's what kick. Oh, ju- boom, boom. And that's what kicks off season two. Yoda uses the Force or whatever hippy dippy shit, and he's like, "Obi, go find my son." And then that ends the season. And then boom. Wait, we think Grogu two. is still Yoda's son? Sure. Yes. <laughs> also, I also I love this idea that if they keep going with Obi Wan. The every season after this is just him being someone's errand boy. Yes. So like Bail Organa, go rescue my daughter. Quest. Yoda in season two, go rescue my son. You know, uh, Jar Jar in season three. Go. Oh, we'll say this about Obi Wan. Rescue me. Oh, we'll say this about Obi Wan. At least he's not bothered with side quests like Dennis in Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> His not whole life is true. a fetch quest. It's just like I gotta go it's an fetch. Escort mission. I gotta get this so I can do this. I mean, but he's kind of doing that right now. He's like, go to this planet to get this information to do this to get her back. It's still kind of side questy. Like, no, because it's, it's the the one through line is like he is trying to get Leia home, and like the only transport he could get off was like to this planet to yeah. get the help. So it's, Joshua Tree Planet, Josh, yeah, uh, Joshua Tree. I'm going to rename all the Star Wars planets to, like, real Earth things. So Hoth is no longer Hoth. It is what was formerly known as Antarctica. Or Alaska. Because it's melting. Antarctica. See what I did there? I made it political. You're welcome. That's what the left do. I don't think. Well, okay. (laughs) What the fuck? Ravi's on one today. I've I've been reading a lot of Twitter lately, right? Yeah, don't do that. It's a dangerous platform. It's a very. Twitter is a dangerous platform. Hey, has Elon bought it yet? No, I think that, he's backing out of the deal. He's he can't to. anymore. It was uh, today the waiting period left off. Twitter can force it if they want, uh, but Elon cannot back out without Twitter's approval. He just like files bankruptcy. I mean, he's. It seems like I don't know what we're talking about billionaires. Well, I guess it relates to the empire. Okay, um, my new bold prediction is Elon Musk will be revealed as Palpatine in episode <laughs> 6 of, of Obi-Wan. Oh, no. He's more Lex Luthor than anything at this point. Mm. Which, He's by the way, cool enough Which, by the way, Lex you guys Luthor. are aware, uh, speaking of this pod and everything, Young Justice Season 4 wraps this coming week. Yeah, I, need to I don't know if you guys have been watching it, but it has been a very nope. wild ride, so... 
That really? Might, yeah, I might actually write a blog post on it if you guys don't. <laughs> oh, write. please do. I will. It'll be Arjuna has no idea what he has missed. It's better than season three. I did the first half of season four, and then they had the mid-season break, and I haven't caught up since. You mean back. Christmas? No, it was like <laughs> a couple months back. Was it? I thought like it broke January. around. Yes, around Christmas. What was that? That's well after Christmas. Guys, we're going to do something a little bit different here. We're going to ask each other, was it good for Obi-Wan Kenobi episodes one through three? Wow, that's real that's different. Why is that? Different. How's that different? But you're going to ask it backwards. No, I'm kidding. We haven't done that. We're going to have to ask, was it good Duke in a couple episodes? It's <laughs> <laughs> very Twin Peaks like. Uh, I'll kick it off. Megatron, the cat who is cleaning himself in front of us. Make sure we don't go on the wide for that. Go wide, oh, Michael. it's been on the wide. <laughs> let's, 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 let's get off of that. All right, Krishna, was Obi Wan Kenobi episodes one through three good? Yes, it was. It was good. Uh, I've enjoyed it. Uh, anytime you can bring you and McGregor to the to the to to a screen, it's a treat. Um, I, I they've they've set up some really interesting things. I think Reaver is a really good, compelling, um, evil character or antagonist, maybe. Um, so I'm curious to see where the rest of this goes. And mostly, I can't wait for Qui Gon Jinn's appearance. As, and if he doesn't appear, the show will automatically become bad. <laughs> wow, that's uh, uh, that's and that's all I have to right say there. about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding to you to that. You have to say one because obviously we're going to do a wrap uh, of the six episodes for Obi Wan Kenobi. So when we ask this question again, I better hear a no because uh, Mace yeah. is definitely not showing up. Well, no, but I, I want Qui Gon's the one who needs to show up. Oh, sorry, yeah, Qui Gon, yeah, Qui Gon, yeah, he's not showing. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, Arjuna. Was episodes one through three of Obi Wan Kenobi good? Well, just, I, I, your feet are very warm. It was actually <laughs> really disturbing when you touched my foot. Uh, what the that was fuck? Tarabi. He tried to play footsie <laughs> with me. You know, I just had to tell the the audience about it. Uh, yes, it was good. Wow. I enjoyed it a lot, um, and I'm intrigued to see where the show goes. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily. Have it pathed out of like, oh, it's gonna end. I mean, I guess we know. Did OB. I throw? I threw you off, didn't I? A little bit, yeah. It, like, are OB, you know why? You know, any obviously the trick with prequels is like you know a certain amount, right? Like you right. know certain characters aren't in danger. Like Leia won't die, Obi Wan won't die. You know, actually, most of these characters probably won't die. Reva's probably the most likely candidate. Likely, yeah. <laughs> uh, but everybody else is very safe because we know they exist outside of this, unless we want to do multiverse or time, you know, time travel than Star Wars at this point. But yes, I do enjoy it and I'm looking forward to the back the back half, you know, the retirement of Obi-Wan, if you will. So uh Ravi. Till season two. Why do you have warm feet? Uh drank a lot of coffee and sweating it out. Uh and was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Episodes one, two, and three. Good. I'm gonna go with yes. I know that is a surprise <laughs> for everyone <gasps> Watching and listening. I'm very, shocked. very shocked. shocked. Mind blasting. Again, <laughs> I, I do hope that there is some kind of payoff. I don't think we, we didn't really like talk. You want money? Yes. <laughs> That'd be amazing if I got paid. Disney to watch. sends TV you shows a, just pay Disney you sends us you a like check for watching. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It's like a microtransaction. It's like here's ninety nine cents for finishing this. But thing. I do I do want some kind of payoff. And the reason I, I bring that up is because the show in true Star Wars and my expectation of Star Wars has been hyped, you know, through the 
fucking roof at this point. And I'm hyped for the show. I do feel like I have contained myself pretty well, so I don't want to take full responsibility of the hype. I do think that, you know, marketing has done a great job of really building it. A lot of We've seen a lot of synergy across the Disney brands synergy. in terms of when things are dropped. A lot of, you know, celebrities and, celebrities. and individuals kind of like jumping in and, and giving, building, building the hype for the whole thing. So I do want some kind of, some kind of hype to like, or not hype, some kind of like payoff to like, be like, yes, this is, this is what we're waiting for. Like if that big battle that's been teased between Obi and Vader isn't this massive, amazing episode three-esque fight scene, and it is kind of similar to what we saw in episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah, I'll be super fucking disappointed. That alone will make me say no for the whole thing. Wow. So it's mm. another big qualifier there. Big time. So if Qui-Gon yeah. doesn't show up and if it's not a kick ass yep. battle, yep. we got yep. two no's automatically. No matter what no matter what else happens. Correct. No uh, correct. I just I just want to point out <laughs> the things that me and Ravi are demanding are you know pretty easy you know right. not, well, we're, demand, not, we're not demanding I have a demand too I'm gonna get in on the, the stars train. I want Ewan McGregor to sing because he has a beautiful singing <laughs> voice and if he doesn't sing by when, when have show, you heard him sing he sings in a Milan bunch of Rouge. things yeah he sings oh, in, I've never seen that yeah, he's, I, he's got a he's got a great voice too adult for uh, me. he also uh, Beauty and the Beast he uh, he's the candlestick uh, in the live action either. version and he sings Be Our Guest uh, so if he doesn't sing in this uh, it's automatically a no for me as well I think I think we've discovered a new segment uh, qualifiers. No? Yeah, no, no, no qualifiers. So it's like, uh, it can be a joke segment, but like when we do these things, it's like the absolute thing that will automatically make it a yes. And if it's not there, an automatic no. For when we do like the first, the cheek, first or the mid-season mm, check-in. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, I think, that, I think that's the best way to do it. I mean, with the next big one would be Miss Marvel, which drops next week. Yeah. So we should Is make a some, show. It, yeah, it's a show. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yes, it's a show. Sorry, I, uh, I, uh, I'm... I'm all marveled out. I'm not going to lie. But anyways. I mean, you're not wrong. Moon this Knight. first half of the year has been very, obviously, Marvel-centric. And now we're moving more into a Star Wars-centric period, which is kind of well, cool. We got Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Thor Love and Thunder in the next three <laughs> months. Sure, but oh. there's still Star Wars to, like, you know, equal it out. There's good Star Trek. Christian's going to watch it never. So he'll never know. Yeah, no. What if Christian's a secret Star Trek fan? I mean, count me surprised. Me Color me surprised. Tickle me surprised. Real, uh, real quick, we didn't really talk about this. Um, as a rule, I usually hate um, child actors and children in movies and TV <laughs> shows. Oh, it's, 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 all, it's usually it's just awkward and it's yeah. annoying. Yep. The Leia casting was a was a great choice. Like that yes, yeah. little girl is Leia. And, and it was it was honestly a surprise. Well like a lot of people saw the trailer and was like, "Oh, it's going to be Luke heavy, maybe." And it I think we all thought that completely flipped, and they yeah. did Leia, and I, I thought that's worked out really. They well. did a great again from marketing and selling the show with the trailer and everything. Fantastic fucking job! And with that, that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good? As always, you can find us on the internet. I know www.internet.com at TikTok at Was It Good Pod on Instagram at Was It Good Pod on Twitter at Was It Good on YouTube youtube.com slash Was It Good and check out our website Was It Good info. Our next podcast is going to be on the first seven episodes of Stranger Things season four, part one, part one, well, volume one is what volume one, part one, and we are going to be taking on the big question during that podcast: Who would win seven? No. 11 or Vader? Think about that question, guys, because I'm going to ask you that during that, that pod. And with that, goodbye.